Hello, everyone, and welcome to Trico Tidbits, the show with the awful name but the awesome guests. I'm John Yacoub, and I'm joined today by Mary Harmon. Uh, Mary is president of the Tri-Counties Association of Realtors and a newly appointed California Association of Realtors director for the year 2021. Now, Mary is a strong political advocate for homeownership and especially for programs that make homeownership more accessible to everyone. Mary, how'd I do? What did I miss? I don't think you missed anything. I love that introduction. Thank you very much You're for welcome. having me. Oh, I'm, I'm, okay. thank you for coming. So, and so Mary, you have been licensed as a salesperson since about 1983, is that right? Okay, so why did you get your license in real estate? Well, when I first got into the business was in 1982 as a single mom, interest rates were 19 and 22 Mm percent, and everybody thought I was nuts because I was going from a salary job as an escrow officer and a title rep into the loan business. And But I figured if I didn't take that chance, I wasn't going to make a difference for my kids. Mm. And I love real estate. I love being part of the team, the dream makers that make it possible for the consumers to be able to become a homeowner. Um, we do that. We do that collectively as a team. It's not just one person if we didn't have escrow, it wouldn't happen. If we didn't have title, it wouldn't happen. You know, real estate is a, is a major component of that component of that, along with the lending aspect. And so, I first got into lending, even though um, my clients I got referrals for real estate. But when I first started in 1982, because I worked for. Um, CalFed Savings and Loan, we were a branch and we were Plaza Mortgage, we did not have to have a real estate license. Mm. But then we we broke away from CalFed and we were required to have a real estate license as a mortgage broker. That's, that's the law. So that was my motivation behind getting my real estate license. And um, that was an experience in and of itself. Yeah, I, I can imagine. So you're you, you've got this uh, this relative safety of having that salaried position, and you decide to become uh, a business owner, small business owner, mm-hmm. become a real estate agent, and and build your own platform. Correct. Okay. And uh, and how you, I heard you say something interesting there. How is that a great or an interesting experience in itself? Well, when I first. Okay, when I became a single mom, I was newly divorced, and I was determined that my children were going to live in their own home, because studies show that children that live in their own home do better in school. Hmm. They do better all the way around, and I didn't want to rent. I wanted to have control of where my children lived, what they were able to do, the environment that they lived in. So... I was making at the time on a salary $732 a month. That Mm -hmm. gives away how old I am. And my payment was $750 a month. And everybody says, oh, my God, how did you do that? Well, first off, I had a really good loan officer. And second is that I had savings that I put away to supplement my income every month just enough for two years because I figured in two years I would either be remarried or making more money. Mm-hmm. Thank goodness I was making more money. So when I had the opportunity to leave escrow and title, um, it was Transamerica title, by the way, so that's another giveaway of how long ago it was. 
and I went into the loan business and not realizing, not understanding, because I'm comparing escrow to loans, um, first two weeks in the business, I originated nine loans. Mm. And then from that point on, I was originating 15 to 25. So, I mean, things took off for you at that point. Well, th- things took off because I am like to look outside the box, and it's, and it's something that I strongly promote to everybody else. Don't tell me no. Tell me what I need to do to make it a yes. And an example is I had a, a loan that was 80% loan to value. They had eight pieces of credit, and six of them were derog. That means they were late. You had too late in this time period, too late in this time period, too late in this time period, within 12 months. And I submitted it to three different lenders. Three different lenders declined it. So then I thought, okay, I'm 80% loan to value. What if I get mortgage insurance? So I called Magic direct, told him my file. She looked at it, and she said, if you get me documentation to explain why these loans were, these payments were late, we'll give you the insurance. First off, she asked me how much insurance I wanted. I said, I don't know. I had no clue. Mm-hmm. I mean, I really didn't. All I knew is that if I got insurance, I would minimize the risk and the exposure to the lender to get him to want to do the loan. Mm-hmm. So we had one was late because the wife was a nurse and worked two jobs and she was laid off of one of them but she got back to work the other one they were late because they moved from chicago to california and the other one they were late because they had a family emergency back in the philippines and i had all the documentation to prove that once i had all of that i made a call to the last lender and said i have mortgage insurance i'm 80 percent explain the terms they approved it on the spot and we were able to close the loan so it's that kind of thinking that it's nothing's impossible. Everybody should be able, my motto, everybody gets a house. Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, but if you do things the right way and you take those necessary steps and you align yourself with a good realtor and a good lender, you'll be able to get that house. Everybody okay? gets a house. Everybody gets a house. I like that. Now, Mary... It- in your, in your career, you've done a lot to increase financial literacy. You've been an educator, an advocate. So it's for someone let's, someone who's listening who maybe doesn't own a home right now uh, but is curious, you know, like you said, everybody gets a house. Uh, what, is, what would you say is the most important thing for them to learn or to do to get things started? First off, you've got a clean slate. Find out where you're at. A lot of people think that, oh, my credit's really bad. I won't qualify. Other people think, I have really good credit. You don't know what your credit looks like until that credit report is pulled. You have the ability to pull your own credit for free, to give an idea. Or align yourself, again, with a good realtor, and usually that realtor has a relationship with a good lender, or vice versa. You want to get yourself full credit approval ahead of time. Because if you have full credit approval, rather than just getting pre-approved, it turns you into almost equivalent to a cash buyer. Mm. Because that means I've got leverage. I can close my transaction in half the time if I'm starting off from square one. You're going to find out what you need to do. You might have some credit issues. Okay, what do I need to do to fix that? And the other issue is that people think that they need to have $60,000, $80,000 saved in the bank in order to make that purchase. We have a plethora 
of programs that are available to everyone from city programs to government programs that will assist you with your down payment. You have city programs that provide you what they call silent seconds. So they provide you with a portion of the down payment and you don't make payments on that money for a certain length of time. And if you live in the house for a certain length of time, sometimes it's forgiven. So the first thing it's it's like find out where you're at, find credit-wise and financially to see what you can qualify for and then find out what your credit looks like so you know the necessary steps because basically lending is all about risk. You can't put it any simpler than that. If somebody's going to borrow money, you've got somebody who's putting 20% down versus somebody who's putting 3% down which one would you lend to? Which one do you think would be more risk? Well, the one with only 3%, because they only have 3%, say it's a $100,000 purchase, which is unheard of, but Mm -hmm. it's a $100,000 purchase, what's their down payment? $3,000? As opposed to somebody who's putting 20% down, they're putting $20,000 down. So they have more to lose. So the lender's going to be more apt to lend to that one. So what do you do to attract the lender to lend you money if you're only coming with 3% down? You take out a government loan, like an FHA loan, a VA loan, where there's a guarantee or there's insurance for the lender in the event the borrower defaults. So it's it's one of those things Mm. you just need to understand how it works and don't think of it as a more expensive loan because it's not because it's putting you in a position to be able to buy that house Mm -hmm. to be able to be a homeowner because if you're renting you are making mortgage payments Mm -hmm. they're just not yours yeah (laughs) they're somebody else's but if you own your own home you get to paint that wall the color that you want you get to put the plants in the yard that you want. You aren't answering to a landlord that tells you what you can do and when you can do it. In addition to the fact if you're renting, it's equivalent to having an adjustable rate mortgage because that landlord can come in anytime to raise the rent because it's the cost of living and and the rents will go up. You live in your home, especially right now, your conventional rates are like two and seven eighths Mm. and sometimes even lower depending so do you know what kind of payment that would give you like on a hundred and forty thousand dollar loan two and seven eighths will give you a a principal and interest payment of like eight hundred and something dollars Mm -hmm. so think about that and compare it to how much it costs you to rent yeah so that's just and i i know i i get going on no, this that's stuff, good. so let me well, slow so, down well no, so I, I know it's th- there is a lot to unpack there but what i'm hearing then is is if i'm if i'm starting at square one i need to find out what my financial situation what my credit situation is mm-hmm. so that i can see what programs or what opportunities i have with the goal of minimizing risk. I want to make sure that I, I look like a good candidate for some reason to that lender. And if you're not a stellar uh, individual, because usually when I would do these seminars, I'd have the party animal and I'd have you know the, the conservative individual, the suit and tie showing, okay, this guy pays their bills on time, and that's really significant and important. Just paying your bills doesn't make you make your credit good. Mm. You need to pay your bills on time. 
you need to pay more than the minimum payment if you want to have an impact on your FICO score. And if you want to have an impact on your FICO score, none of your credit balances should exceed 30%. That's if you want to have a really good FICO score. If you're, And you don't want to close credit cards if you don't have to. Because the FICO score, is it's all about numbers. There's so many things that go into formatting that score. But let's say you have 10 accounts. Five are zero balances and five have balances on them. So that means that you're using 50% of your available credit. But if you close those other five accounts, now you're using 100% of your available credit. Mm-hmm. And the other thing they look at is that if all you're doing is making your minimum payment, one, it's going to take you forever to pay off that balance. Yeah. But two, it, what message are you sending? I can barely make my minimum payment. So they look at if you make more than your minimum payment, that's a plus. That impacts your FICO score as well. You never want to be late on student loans. That's a major negative on your FICO scores. And you never want to be late on your mortgage payments as well. There's a bunch of other stuff, but we just don't have enough time. Yeah. Well, I mean, it sounds like it's it's a good it's good for someone to start with consulting mm-hmm. a real like an ethical professional who know who can walk them through the process too. So, Correct. Hint, and, hint, right? Hint, hint, yes. and and avoid you know all those people that say they can fix your credit, and I don't want to be disingenuous. A lot of times, you can do it yourself with the assistance of your loan officer mm. and your your realtor. You know. The realtors that are aligned with the Tri-Counties Association and the California Association of Realtors, they spend a lot of time educating themselves and retrieving all of that information. There's a wealth of information within all of, inside all those brains of all those realtors that can help you and make a difference. I do have a tradition on yes. this show. Uh, so I'm going to I'm gonna throw something at you right now. And if you can deliver your most dramatic reading of this quote, I would be appreciative. Okay. All right. Before you marry a person, should you first make them use a computer with slow internet service to see who they really are? I think so. All right. Thank you very much, Mary. And thank you for, uh, thank you for joining me today. Thank you for doing what you do to help uh, people to, uh, well, everybody get a home, right? Right. Everybody right. gets a house. Everybody gets a house. I love it. All right, yeah, Mary, no. thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. I'll see you. Okay.